we are mixed media. We've already heard from me. I've given my responses to a couple of hot takes from Reddit, and we have heard from Nathan about some of the problems with uh, Steam and Epic Games. We have uh, Irving with some of his thoughts. Actually, I'm not even sure I know what your topic is, Irving. So yeah, uh, I'll be talking about uh, personal branding. Um, so for people who don't know, I own a company called uh, Ariella. Um, and I do brand work for different people. I do it for myself, not enough, uh, but I can speak from personal experience. So this is mostly about personal branding, branding in general, really. And I guess one of the points I'll be making is that they're intertwined and how that could help you, whatever kind of artist you are. I, the first thing I have to say up front is that the internet is still undervalued which is a big thing to say because we're like, there's so much content out there, so much everything. It's still undervalued. So, and it makes branding and getting yourself out there like a million times easier than, than it would be if there was no internet for independent people in particular. Um, one of my biggest things is, you know, if you're going to pursue uh, a path that's like a little bit alternate, like you're going to try to, you know, make your own thing, which I'm totally down for, that's what I'm doing, <laughs> uh, then you really have to understand what exactly you're getting into. I've talked about finance before on the channel. I've talked about uh, particular skills that are a little bit more practical. So if you want to check those out, uh, you can check them out on the channel. I think you'll learn a good bit. But so we're going to take, we're going to talk about personal financing. So the first thing that I have to say, uh, sorry, personal branding, I meant to say. <laughs> uh, the first thing I have to say is, what is personal branding? Well, we know what branding is. Branding, well, maybe we don't know what branding is. Branding is essentially a means of conveying a personality, right? I don't know if I can think of a better way to, maybe I should have looked up a more technical definition or something like that. But it's a means of conveying a personality of an entity, Um so if you think of Apple, right, there are immediate things that come to your mind, immediate images uh, that are sort of hardwired into your mind uh, in association with Apple, literally the Apple logo, uh, a glowing Apple logo, right, that comes to my mind immediately, gray, uh, silver, you know, uh, non-color, right, <laughs> you know, very chromatic. Um, and I think maybe if I'm thinking about older Apple, white, all those things come to mind because they've put those things forth as part of their image, their brand image. And there's other kinds of branding. What other things might I think about? There's Sonic branding. So with Apple, you can think about the gong, right? That of uh, when you turn on an Apple computer. Uh, it's, I think it's the same thing as it's been literally since the beginning. Um, the same sound, right? And that's I, I don't. Doesn't matter how much I hate Apple or whatever that gong sound is never going to leave my brain in association with apple so wait what gong sound are we talking about i actually don't know what this is when you turn on an apple computer it makes a noise yeah that uh thing it's been it's been, it's been i haven't used a apple computer in a very very long oh it's kind of like a it sounds like a bunch of things in unison making like a noise it's like a, it's it's not a literal gong, you know. Obviously, it's like very synthesized, very like old, uh, like eighties yeah. sort of like sounding, yeah. All right, uh, synthesized <laughs> sound. Yeah. <laughs> ben, do you know what I'm talking about? That Apple gong. 
I, I'm I'm not an uh, you know Apple person, so maybe maybe it was my time working at the DMC at Hopkins <laughs> that that really uh really hard coded the, the gong sound. But yeah, you think of all these things, and the reason you think about all these things is because they put those forth as part of their personality. Now we're not going to be talking so much about those kind of that kind of branding as much, but like I said, they're intertwined with personal branding. This is putting forth you yourself, you, you know, you, the owner, founder, even if you're on the team, right? Even if you don't own the thing, right? Or even if you don't own anything, you don't own a business and you just want to have a voice out there in the world, your personal brand is something that you intentionally put out into the world that reflects some sort of unique personality that you have, right? So this is attached to you versus attached to a business per se. But like I said, they're going to be connected if you have a business. So I think a lot of people, you know, this is from my experience working with people. A lot of people hesitate when it comes to branding because they think they need to come up with something clever and unique and need to like go through some like really rigorous, like process that's like algorithmically based or something, or like something, something just really circuitous when the questions that you have to ask yourself are like pretty simple the biggest thing that I advocate for with uh, the modern economy, with the, what I call the new economy, you can look up that term. The biggest thing with the new economy is that you can't hide anymore, right? I mean, every com- every company that has either a divisive uh, reception or people hate those companies, those are mo- almost always the least transparent companies you know, on the planet, right? Uh, powerful, but not transparent at all. The reason that that happens in this modern economy is that information travels so so quickly, right? So it's as simple as if I go down the street, I want to know whether that restaurant uh, is good or not. I go to Google reviews, right? And I can immediately see what problems people had with that restaurant. So basically, it's not worth it to hide, right? If you think about it in your within your business, you think about uh, your personnel that you have, your employees that you have, uh, if you are really crappy to your employee, what's going to happen is they're going to go out and they're going to tell everyone exactly what you did. You you did, And, uh, you know, likely if it's a serious allegation, they're going to bring the receipts, right? They're going to have some sort of thing to back it up and they're not going to be afraid to disseminate that stuff. None of that is worth it, right? Like none of, none of that, none of trying to manage all of that is not worth it. The only people who can manage that are multi-billion dollar com- companies uh, that, you know, insist on operating off of old, uh, old, old mentalities on transparency, but that's not going to cut it. If you're going to be a new person on the block, you've got to be actually transparent and forthcoming about everything you do. Um, or else it'll bite you in the butt later. If you tell, if you tell a lie as simple as that to a customer, to a, uh, an employee, you have no idea where that goes. Not to mention that lying is immoral anyway your personal brand should be actually an extension of you actually. It's not good enough to try to create a different persona on top of yours. And on top of that, wow, the biker biker people up here. <laughs> if you add a persona on top of yourself, a few things are going to happen. You're going to come off as fake because you are not that person. And with the amount of branding that I would advertise that, or advocate that you do for yourself, that's going to be very hard to maintain without looking fake. Almost no one does it. You know, a lot of people look at uh, 
look at uh, a lot of uh, social media influencers and whatnot. And uh, a lot of the people say like, oh man, this person is, is doing so well because they put, they put forth this persona. It almost always like dies, right? Think about, uh, think about PewDiePie. Do you think PewDiePie uh, uh, is a, is a personal, a persona on top of uh, himself? Or do you think that's PewDiePie you see? That's PewDiePie, you see, right? As a persona, he'd be, he'd be, he must be tired keeping it up for, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> he must have a long. Right, exactly. He's he's pretty much himself, right, with some attenuations and, and uh, you know, stuff like that. But pretty much he's himself. He brings his YouTuber self when he's on YouTube, but he's just himself, just in YouTuber form, right? So what if he didn't do that, If he if he was more coy or like adding a persona on top of himself or you know people you work with he treated differently than he treats his audience and all that kind of stuff that stuff always turns into drama down the road and uh it'll never it'll never work out well as people feel betrayed and a lot of people can just smell it anyway uh before it even happens uh unless you have some attachment to the person you're you're watching so that's the first reason I would say transparency and bringing yourself to your personal brand is the first most important thing. The second reason I'd say that is because it's exhausting. You don't want to live that way. Like I promise you, you don't want to live that way. <laughs> you know, you're not going to, you don't want to be on Instagram or wherever you're posting just being a fake person. That's not a joyful, you're not going to be joyful in, in, uh, in, uh, you know, going about your business, and that's going to affect other aspects of your life, whether that's your personal life, whether that is literally your business, whether that's how genuine you come off to people because you have such a touchy, uh, you know, that sort of facade breaks so easily. Whatever it is, I promise you, you'll be a lot happier if you bring yourself to the table and just embrace yourself when you uh, put yourself out there versus uh, putting a persona on top of yourself and trying to act for the rest of your life. It's not going to work out very well. Before you even do that, and if you're if you're even in the stages where you're not, you don't even have a, a business created yet, right? Like you're you're just thinking about it, or you're, you don't you don't have a pers- you don't have a personal brand yet. You're not putting yourself out there yet. The first thing I need you to ask yourself is, do you know yourself actually? Right. Um, I like to take things a little bit deeper than just the, the the surface level. How to do this and step one, two, three. I don't think anything really works that way very easily. You know, some of the people who are best at personal branding, I, I promise you, they don't view it that way. Do you know yourself actually, right? Like, could could you do an honest assessment of yourself if you had to? Um, that goes deeper, right? Do you have an internal life, right? What I mean by that is, like, do you do you do you ref- do you reflect on yourself at all? Like, do you like get, keep time away from your business, your brand, the internet to just have a moment of space for yourself to get in touch with yourself, right? Really, what that means is like giving your space, yourself space to think sort of in conversation with yourself, right? Do you give yourself that space? And how honest are you when you're in those spaces, right? Like how honest with yourself are you? And I don't think if you have any semblance of that sort of internal life, I don't think you should even pers- uh, continue because you will not know. You will not only not know how to, how to go about accentuating yourself when you're putting yourself out there, but you're going to end up lying to yourself at one point about what exactly you're doing, what exactly you're trying to achieve. Uh, you'll create that cognitive dissonance over time, and you'll end up probably creating a persona eventually, you know, uh, as time goes on, if you deny parts of yourself that do exist, right? So that's the first thing, have an internal life. 
The second thing is always start with the, this is this or not. This is always important. And it's especially the exciting thing about the new economy. If we, you know, if nothing drastically changes is that you are, I promise you, it doesn't look that way. And I know a lot of young folks, a lot of like Gen Z folks and younger, a lot of them are very cynical about how to make money. I promise you the more virtue you have, the more successful actual, I'm not, that's not an abstract thing. I'm saying literally the more successful you will be. So I'm saying if you hold yourself accountable for everything that you do, you strive to be a better person, you, you, you're honest with yourself and you correct yourself, you seek to be a better person, I promise you that has dividends in your business. And that has to be there all the time. Like literally in or out of business, that has to be there all the time. There's no other way around it. Um, so do you think that even those who are like, uh, I don't know, like the, the most famous uh, entrepreneurs and stuff like that, do you think that all of them do like you know, heavy self-reflection and stuff like that? No, no, not at all. <laughs> um, and I think that's the older way, but they're already there, right? So there's a, there was a time where it was very easy to come up without having to deal with your own crap, essentially. It was easy to come up without, you know, and it, and some people will still have an easy time change. doing that. What changed, like I said, was transparency, right? So the level of transparency, the decentralizing of a lot of things has caused that as well. And that's just going to continue in a lot of ways. So, you know, the gatekeepers can't shield you as much anymore because they can't even help you as much anymore, you know, in terms of uh, lifting you up, right? So if you're going to go at it on your own, uh, sans gatekeepers, sans, uh, you know, sort of the, the, the mecha institutions, then you're not, you're also simultaneously putting yourself out there without any PR shield, without any like bully. Like, you don't know what happens behind the scenes there. And it's unsavory. And you shouldn't even want that anyway. Right. Like people, you know, these, these companies will, you know, someone's threatening to talk to the media about something. They will, send a shady guy to your door and say all these things will happen to you if you uh if you uh don't don't comply with what you want it happens fairly often the crazy thing though is the reason why we know it happens fairly often is because exactly transparency right i think a lot of things have come to light as of late as to what happens behind these you know closed doors and it's going to accelerate keep accelerating so yeah that's that's basically why transparency is increasing so, and that's a good thing. I think we should be happy about that. That's a good thing. The next question you have to ask yourself is, why are you putting yourself out there? Not just, ah, this seems like a good thing to do for me. Because you have to realize that, you know, one, you're going to put, you're going to put yourself again in the limelight. And two, you know, if you don't have an idea of why you're doing what you're doing, your brand is aimless is completely aimless. There's, there's no, there's nothing attached to it. You know, there's, it doesn't mean anything. It's self-centered. It'll come off as self-centered very often. If it has no like actual goal motive, right. It could be as simple as if you're, let's say a nutritionist, you're an Instagram nutritionist and, uh, your, 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 why you are doing it is because helping people, uh, be, eat healthier is a good thing. And do you want to promote that goal? It could be that simple, but you have to actually mean it, right? Like it has to be the actual why you're doing it. And I would, again, uh, if your number one reason is uh, money, 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 uh, usually if you're going into a field that requires personal branding, that's not the right attitude to go about things. Uh, maybe maybe go to finance or something like that. <laughs> and the last thing is uh, on that sort of 
these sort of deeper aspects is think transcendently about everything you do, right? Like, like ask yourself why until you can't anymore. Of course, like, you know, that's difficult and that's hard, but this will illuminate things about you that you want to project that you become proud of because you understand the why, right? So I'll give an example from my own, my own personal brand. So my, my company is called Ariella. Uh, its colors are gold and black, right? And the name Ariel is derived from the word for gold, the AU, right? Uh, Orum, the, 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 the root for gold, and the, and the Latin word for halo, uh, kind of smushed and rearranged and morphed. And <laughs> I wanted a unique name. But that means something to me, and that becomes part of my personal brand. It also becomes part of my, my company's brand as well, right? And that meaning to me is a little bit more transcendent than just, I think that's cool, right? Um, so go wherever you find that transcendent thing. Just go in that direction. You don't have to think about whether it's trendy or whatever. Just just forget all that stuff. Go in the direction that you understand intimately because you believe those things intimately, right? Um, so, you know, again, for me, uh, my biggest thing is... Uh, beauty as a transcendental right so like beauty itself is 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 a fundamental thing for me and that's how i kind of approach everything i do so yeah that that's one way to think about it and it's also helpful to talk to talk to people because other people might know you in certain ways better than you know yourself yeah so with all that said and done now what do you do um well I'll, I'll list three things you should not do. So the first thing is don't separate yourself. If you have a company, don't separate yourself from your brand. Don't make them different things. Uh, don't separate the entities. The reason why I say that is because leveraging yourself right now in this environment is extremely val- valuable. I reach more people all the mo- almost all the time. If I communicate something for as me as a person, whoop, me as a person, versus uh, my company communicating that from some sterile brand, right? Don't divide the two things. Make yourself the head of your company, the leader of your company, part of your company, uh, part of your initiative, and just intertwine those things. Irving is Ariella. Ariella is Irving, right? And that will bring the force of a human being, which is a lot more important to people, a human being they might know or they might like or something like that, or they might vibe with the stuff that you came up with, right? After self-reflection, they may vibe with you on those things. And they're along the ride with you, you know, with you and your vision. And that translates to your company, right? It's the same thing. Um, yeah, talking to like, if you're like doing email or something or any sort of thing, and like, when you, if you can't see the person, right? And you see their name instead of their company, it's a lot more... Nice, I guess, because on one end, like, I don't know, it sort of feels like you're speaking to a black box if it's a if it's a company name. I don't know, it's a very odd thing to explain because you know it's a person, you know what I'm saying? Like, but especially with, you know, large companies where, you know, um, maybe you're speaking out to customer service and their email, they, you know, they email you and maybe no name or something like that, right? It just feels like you're talking to some mysterious entity, even though, you know, we all know it's just a person, you know what I'm saying? It just doesn't feel right. <laughs> For sure. And, uh, you know, I'll be asked all the time, like, I want my brand to have a voice. And they'll be like, what is my, like, how do I find, like, how I look at this other brand and I see they have a cohesive, coherent voice. You are the voice, right? 
you are the voice. Uh, you know that that is that is the voice of of your brand. You you are the voice of your brand, and yeah, you, that's going to take accentuating the parts that are relevant for what you're doing, your mission. Uh, that's going to take uh, working on yourself, right, to be more consistent. That's going to take a lot of practical work in creating assets and all this kind of stuff, coming up with branding items and thinking out how that practically plays out. How do you take your 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 voice and you apply it to to your branding, that's going to all take a lot of effort and it's not going to be literally like one-to-one like, oh yeah, my tweets are my brand. That's not going to work, right? Uh, but it's more like a translation of your voice into different uh, ways of expressing uh, that through your brand. So yeah, so don't don't disconnect those two things. The second mistake people mistake is, uh, the second mistake people make mistakes with, I guess, <laughs> is that they make their products or service their brand. So what do I mean by that? They make the thing they produce, the brand, instead of the person who's producing it. That is, again, not leveraging humanity properly. Um, you can get away with it to an extent, but I just think it's a, a circuitous route. You know, you, It'll be a lot more efficient if you just present your brand as is and say, remember me because you like me, right? Uh, me and my brand, you like me and my brand, you vibe with me and my brand. Uh, remember that. Versus remember the product, which they may not have had as good of a, a uh, interaction with or as meaningful, right? It's much more meaningful to interact with something that has a little bit more abstraction to it and brings a little bit more abstraction to their lives. So it brings a little bit more, for me, beauty, right? Like, you know, to their lives than something that maybe they use and throw away or a service that is limited time. That's not going to have a lasting impact. So some people, what they'll do is like their websites will be hideous, but their product pictures are beautiful, super branded, or the packaging on the product is super branded, super beautiful, but their websites are disgusting. But the website is actually the thing that makes the the the, the product have context. Like it, it is what gives it the context. Because there might be 10 other people making the same thing as you are, but then they don't care about those things because they care about your mission, but you didn't communicate it, right? So don't lose that leverage by focusing on your services and your, a lot of freelancers do this as well. They're, they're basically uh, a white, like a, a, oh, sorry, a black box, you know, uh, with I do X on, written on top of it. Right. Like, and all they care about is like putting their reel up, putting their, uh, their like ex- example stuff. That's all good. You all, you need all that stuff, but don't just become black box that produces X, right. Become uh, like, yeah, like like you got a fiver or something like that. It's like it's just like I don't know. You're just like well, you're the same as everyone else. He does the same thing. Like some random person with some random name. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll do this for some amount of money. And yeah, like I said earlier in the prior segments, uh, no, nothing will beat being a better artist, right? Like you're if you're an artist or whatever you do, nothing will beat being better at what you're doing. That's always the the number one thing in terms of being able to generate sales, being able to generate money, you know, and always trying to be better uh, within reason, obviously. But you know, why not grease? everything grease the wheels stand out and uh you know the biggest thing is return customers right like people like you and your brand and uh they'll even promote you and your brand because they like what you have to say right um so don't i mean there's what seven billion people eight billion people in this world right you're going to find the beautiful thing about the internet 
And one of the reasons why it's undervalued is that you have access to almost all those people. And you're going to hit a niche that is going to give you a sustainable life, definitely, right? <laughs> if you uh, play your cards right, you're going to hit a niche where a lot of the people who, uh, you know, a lot of people are like you, or, or maybe they're not like you, but they like what you have to say, right? Or they respect you. Uh, maybe that's the right way to put it. Or they like your brand, they respect your brand, right? So then what happens is they start associating everything that you do more so with your brand than they associate what you do with a black box, which is uh, uh, not as good of experience for them. Also, like it's not as fun for you either. Definitely not as fun for you. The third mistake I see is that people assume that this kind of goes to what I was saying before. People assume that, okay, because I say, okay, everything becomes an extension of me, that I can only become, all, all I have to do is then just open my mind and, and let everything loose and then everything will be okay. That's not the case. That's not saying don't be transparent. This is a different thing I'm saying. I'm saying you actually have to put effort and intention into everything that you do. Um, you can't just like post a picture of yourself like 24 seven or something on your Instagram, unless that's, that's related to your business in some way. But like, you know, just like opening your life up solely is not going to be the only thing that is going to propel you forward. You actually have to accentuate, like I said, the parts that make you special connect with your business and all that kind of stuff. Um, so kind of think of a good example, but like, you know, it's, it's not going to be useful if you're, let's take the nutritionist example, uh, you know, posting your meals every day. That's not, <laughs> that's not the, the kind of uh, effort you need to put in your brand when you should be talking about the things that you, since you say you care about this, being a nutritionist, take that passion and project the best parts that you got out there, right? Take that, project that out. You can still post the meals that you, well, when I say meals, you're a nutritionist. That was a really terrible example. I was thinking about uh, like the Instagram, like, uh, like typical uh, food pictures. Uh, mm. uh, so that is actually related, but you, you get what I'm saying. Something that's completely unrelated. Yeah, share those parts with your life. And as your audience grows, the more you can open up and, you know, but the thing is you're going to have to generate assets intentionally, right? Making a YouTube video is not going to be as simple depending on what you're doing as turning your camera on and going for it. You might actually have to think about color. You might actually have to think about pace of edit. You might have to think about how that pace of edit goes with the rest of your brand because I'm telling you, like the best out there, they all do that. Uh, I want you to go oh, to uh, hmm? like pacing. I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah. If you go to uh, James Hoffman's YouTube channel, uh, he's a coffee person. I, I love him. He, he's the one who is responsible for getting me into coffee. You can tell that his style of video extends from him as a person very easily. It's very obvious. You can tell that who he is on camera is just the camera version of him. It's not a different persona, right? And you can tell that he understands how to accentuate the best parts of all of that in order to deliver himself both transparently, but also with value and connection, right? With his audience. That's like the super basics. I'm not going to go into too much more detail, when it comes to, I think everyone goes to logo, they go to, okay, what filter do I use on Instagram? They go to, okay, well, yeah, okay. That that all stuff is secondary. This is a 101 sort of situation where I'm like, okay, this is where you start. <laughs> you know, this is why I tell other people to start too, you know? Uh, even when you're working with a group, I've, I've, you know, I've had people talk to me about this. You know, they're more of a group kind of organization. They're like, well, how do we have a voice, a singular voice of your group? 
your your group voice is still your voice. You know, the first thing I say is, what do your internal chats look like? Like when you're talking to each other, are you, are you cracking jokes all the time? Are you sharing memes all the time? Is it mostly serious? Are you guys arguing with each other? Debate, like, you know, friendly, obviously. Debating with each other. Like what's going on? But, and just start revealing that. Start Just start revealing question. it. Okay, before I say the question, I want to say we're at two hours currently in the podcast. And I'm that meeting at 9 a.m. at 9 p.m. Okay. So uh, we're running up real close. But a uh, real quick question. What happens if you start as a solo person in your business and you grow into a larger group and you want to reflect the whole groups, you know, as you said before, like the whole organization's voice, you just the, change it midway or the great thing about personal branding is you can start to, at that point, you can retain your personal brand, like as you as, as yourself, right? So you still have that leverage with yourself, but your group dynamic with your company can then start shifting towards the voices that make up the decision-making body of that group. So like now your Instagram becomes still like more like you. And if people just, you know, they really vibe with you mostly, uh, they still are attracted to you and what you're doing through that. Whereas like if you, you know, and whereas if you didn't even have that personal brand to go along with your company, then that you might actually have to make some sacrifices there as to exactly how you're going to be projecting yourself, be a little bit more fake and stuff like that. That's very informative stuff. It's like yeah. uh, applicable to like not just the film industry too. It's like general branding. Yeah, exactly. This eventually it will become everyone. It will even commodities will not be able to uh, even really behind the scenes supply chain kind of like stuff is is not going to escape the new economy if things keep going uh, the way that they're going now.